text uh, calls for our attention this Lord's Day and on our celebration of All Saints Day is our epistle lesson for today from 1 John chapter 3 and especially this first verse. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God and so we are. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Being a child is something that's often sort of just taken for granted. Or at least if things are as they should be, to be a child is to have someone else to take care of you. To be a child is not to have to worry about all those things adults have to worry about each and every day. Ultimately, to be a child is to be loved. And when we think about things there in their ideal setting, we must admit then that every child, at least to one extent or another, can be a little spoiled. Children simply assume that everything they have, that they should have, and that they have every right to it without any matter of question. They never stop to ask why it is that mom and dad provide for everything they need each day. They just assume that's the way that it's supposed to happen. And in one sense, they're certainly right. John tells us in his letter today that you and I are the children of God. And for many of us, as something we've heard for so long now in our life, it's easy to take it and the things that come with it for granted. We assume that to be a child of God is something we've simply always had, and will always have. We don't stop, perhaps as often as we should, to consider why it is that our Heavenly Father provides everything we need for our body and soul each day. Now, I suppose we could say that every child of God is a little spoiled as well. We take for granted some of the best things that God gives to us. As we mentioned, being a child of God is something that most of us blessedly just grew up with. It's not something that we think about real often, it's special because we've always had it. Yes, we became children of God for most of us long before our long-term memory ever kicked in. Well, Lutherans like to speak from time to time again about remembering our baptism, but for a lot of us, we simply don't. It was long before we ever could remember it. We just know it happened. But we should not take it for granted. Another thing we can often be tempted to take for granted is simply the gathering of God's people each week. That God gives us a place here among his family. Because especially in our country, where blessedly we are still free and able to do this quite openly, we often can take that for granted as well. We forget how special it is that we're invited week after week to be a part of God's family gathering. We also can forget how special it is that our Lord welcomes us here to his table, to that table where he sits at the head of the table and feeds us with Christ's body and blood, we can forget what an honor it is that Jesus Christ would come here to us to feed us and to strengthen us. 
Yes, we can take that for granted as well. Yes, each of us must admit, at least at times, by the way we treat the things of God, we are a little spoiled. We've come to just expect the things that God will give us instead of making sure that we're constantly offering our thanks and praise to God for doing all the things he does for us. The Holy Spirit today, through those words first given to John, tells us that we should have plenty to give thanks for and plenty to think about with just that one consideration, that we have been blessed to be called the children of God. Yes, he says, with simply that one truth, that God allows us to have that title, we should know just how great the love is that God has for us. For to call anyone your child is an act of pure love. The Bible makes clear that each of us who have been called children of God have that blessing not because of something we did, but because of something God did. Yes, it's God who chooses for us to be born into his family. It is him who adopts us through the waters of holy baptism. You and I were born into this world as spiritual orphans and would have been left to languish had not God loved us so much that he had to reach down and claim us as his own. Realize this, God did not choose you to be his adopted child because when he looked down upon you, he saw that you were the best behaved, the best dressed, the most physically able. No, actually, it's quite the opposite. You see, God is the kind of adoptive parent that actually likes to seek out those children that perhaps nobody else wants. He chooses those children whom he knows are going to require special care their entire life long. He chooses us not because we are great or special. He chooses us because he is great and special. And because he loves to welcome into his family, especially those who know how much they have need of just such a place within it. Yes, how great the love is that the Father has given to us. For you see, the cost for any adoption in our modern world is often very steep. But certainly the cost for God to adopt us as his child was steep indeed. For the cost to him was that of losing his only begotten son, of sending him down from his heavenly side down into a world full of suffering and grief and pain. Yes, the cost required him to watch as his son perished in order that you and I might live, that we might live as his children forever. Yes, God loves you so much that on the day of your baptism, he yelled down from heaven, that one's mine. He loves you so much that every time you walk into this place, he says to you, welcome home. He loves you enough that soon he will invite you again unto his altar and say, eat and drink and have life. And he loves you enough that one day on that last day, you will be able to be there around the throne of God and have God proclaim to you that this is your home forever. The story is told of a bridge operator who one day was asked by his wife if he could take their boy with him to work because she had other things to do. 
Knowing that it was a nice day and that his son loved playing outdoors, he agreed rather quickly. After all, his job had easy access to the outdoors. His job was simply to make sure that a drawbridge would be down when a train would go across that body of water that it spanned. And so he went off that day with his boy to work. And later in the day, sure enough, there sounded that alert that the train was coming. He heard it like he had heard it many days before. But all of a sudden, he realized when it went off that he had not been watching his son very closely. He looked around close and couldn't find him. And soon he looked down and saw that his son was now playing in the very gears of that bridge. The train was coming fast. His boy was too far away to yell, and he had no time to go get him. You see, on that day, he had to make a very difficult choice. Either he could go ahead and lower that bridge, but in so doing, he would kill his son. But the rest of the people on those passenger trains would go safely by. The other choice was that he would leave the bridge up, save his son, but then all the people on the passenger train would surely die. What a dreadful choice to have to make. Well, God made with, or excuse me, well, God, faced with a similar decision, indeed chose to lower the bridge. He let that bridge down and watched his son perish in order that all of you, all of us, you and I together, could go on with life with him forever. He wanted us to have that life. And not only to have a life that lasts forever, but a life that's lived forever with him under his fatherly care as his beloved child. Your child of God, never take for granted what God has done to make you his child. Never take for granted what he does for you each day to meet your needs of body and soul. And never take for granted that glorious inheritance that he has promised you on the last day. That inheritance that he has set aside for every last saint of God, made holy and righteous through Jesus Christ. Today on this All Saints Day, we give thanks to our God that we are the children of God because of his grace. We also rejoice in all of those who have gone before us, who have had that same title placed before them and placed upon them. Yes, we rejoice to know that all of those who believe in Christ share something in common. We are all children of the Heavenly Father. We are all saints whose sins have been forgiven. Yes, we want to not go on being spoiled children. No, instead, we must realize all that God has done for us. Everything he has done for us in his son Jesus, everything he does for us each day. Forgiving us a place in his holy family where we can experience his love. No, we should not go on as spoiled children. So dear child of God, leave here today knowing this. The love that the father has for you is great indeed. That he should call you his own in holy baptism that he should welcome you here where his family gathers, that he should invite you here to the table 
for the family meal. That one day he will give to you that glorious inheritance. That one earned by his son Jesus Christ when he died and then was raised to life. This is what life as a child of God is like. It is to live under the care of the Heavenly Father and to be given every last good for body and soul. Yes, John was more than right. How great is the love that the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God, and that we are. Amen.